shouts out to Quentin Richardson. Shouts out to Darius Miles. Uh, I know a lot of people hate them because Darius tends to have a speech impediment when he's reading. I don't want to say another black man can't read, but people tend to go off that. Uh, I love the knuckleheads, but they brought in the non-consensual uh, molester, uh, the fuck boy. Thanks, that was this do an intro. Yeah. God, no, damn. fuck Carmelo. <laughs> That's how we're going to intro episode five. I am your host at Banks No Rest 2 saying, Carmelo, go fuck yourself uh, with my co-host, who is original, Nelson. How are you doing today, yeah. sir? I'm I'm doing great. I hope Carl Malone is miserable. Fuck him. That's well, how he's more this episode? around him. He's probably miserable. This, That's the only way. Is this is this episode, bro? This and the energy in this episode is um, infectious. It's very Carl Malone energy right now. Yeah, but, um, unless he unless he's fishing with his bare hands and being a coon, it's not gonna work. Fam. So he, he's probably happy right now because he can do both right now. Like Jesus I think Lord. he willingly decided to stay in Utah. Who just decides, you know what? I'm a I retired here. Well, no, he retired with the Lakers, but I played here for what 18, 19 years. I went to LA. I could just imagine the hateful things he was saying about Los Angeles and more so about, you know, communities out there. Most definitely. But come alone. I just, I, you know, I really want to know who, I mean, you know, much love to Quinn Richardson, Darius Miles, even though Darius Miles be asking like the most captain obvious questions, but. So I, uh, I, when you first got in the league, uh, who, who was the first one to bust your ass? No, I actually like that question. I'm not gonna lie. It's funny. Cause some people, like some answers are hilarious. Like who was it that, was it? Fuck. Who was the one who answered Jose Calderon? That was a funny one. I forgot who <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that? Oh my God! Somebody, I think was it Kyrie? No, it wasn't Kyrie. Damn, I don't I, remember, and I've listened to I damn near every episode. Yeah, I don't remember, but the Jose Calderon, uh, Calderon question was hilarious. Answer was probably the most un, uh, unbelievable one. I was like crazy, like crazy shocked when they said that. But, um. Yeah, like I love Knuckleheads as a podcast. I'm not, you know, even though, like I said, we joke on Darius Miles asking very, uh, you know, whatever questions. Even though Quentin Richardson kind of does too sometimes, but whatever. It's cool. Um, they interviewed Carl Malone, and I am not playing one second of that shit. I mean, there were people who I saw literally saying like, "Yo, this interview is good," and I'm like, "Fam, I'm not listening to Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Why the fuck do I want to hear about granted, his trash ass?" His his un un like fucking entertaining post game. Why do I want to see that? I mean that too. Granted, Carl Malone, yes, he put up his numbers. He did what he did as a basketball player, but as a human being, he is a dumpster fire mixed of dumb shit. Like his as a human being, he's a he he should be he should be he should be placed in a in a six foot eleven size coffin and roll down a hill on roller skates. God damn. He's a, he's a terrible fucking person, first of all. And second of all, he's also he also was a terrible wrestler, even though he wrestled for a month. That diamond hey, he cutter did was that on the course of, of Terry. Terry told him to come down here. Uh Nick I'm brother. Oh <laughs> thanks. 
come down here. We both could beat up Dennis Rodman and DDP. That that hippie. Both of them. No, was it was it Carmelo and DDP? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He said, "Come down here. We could beat the the hippies." Fucking disgusting. But yeah, Carmelo. I'm not. I just. I. I don't know. I was very. I really wonder who decided to ask that question. I understand, like, yes, you try to put things in the past, and he hasn't really done that. And we know what he did. Like, he, this man, literally, well, he, the woman that he impregnated, who was, you know, and mind you, before I even get into, before we're not really going to get into it because it's a very sensitive subject. But granted, he did something that he should not be doing with a, um underage girl and then proceed to try to have a relationship with the kid because the kid happened to make the nfl mind you his daughter is a wasn't named cheryl ford right mm-hmm i think that was played play for detroit i think it was detroit could i remember because she was she was actually really good mm-hmm. um we're all do you know what all do right not trying to say anything but she was nice and i remember she played for detroit and um he she i don't think he talked to her either but yeah, he's no, a terrible human being. He left, yeah. He listen, Carl Malone. I I know this is you know we're usually very short workish and we're very uh, common, but all we want to say is, man, I say fuck Carl Malone as a person, a wrestler, and as a basketball player. I don't care if he's top five in anything. He's a horrible human being that I don't think ever accounted for what he did. So yeah, fuck Carl Malone. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't need to say nothing else. Uh, fuck your bloodline. Uh, your kids, yourself, Damn. fuck Damn. your uh, them fishing rods that you use to go bass fishing, uh, that cabin that you use to. Oh, I was about to go too far, but that yeah, cabin. Man, I, th- I, I thought the car. I thought the coffin on roller skates thing was extreme for me. Damn, banks. No, nah, you know. You, when, I mean, when, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask. Call, I wouldn't ask off for the time. I know that if I ever saw him treat. Look, man, with somebody the bitch, man, I just feel like your whole you come from a long, long bloodline of bitches, bro. That he learned that that's programming. That's the so. fact. That is some nasty. That is nasty business. Um. All right, so uh, <laughs> we got the we got the uh, bad juju out the way that we needed to discuss because we are good. We are good men who are you supposed to protect women, and that's some nasty shit. All right, so um, speaking of uh, the NBA, I guess we'll move on to present times. The Wizards, the Washington Wizards, are the Florida Marlins of um, the NBA this year. <laughs> Safe well, to say. Now we're going to have to get a phone call from somebody. Who? Ain't, ain't Apple Marlins saying? Yeah, but am I wrong? All right, still. Well, you know what? I like him. I like our brother nah, because Ampe- he's now biased. Now, nah, shout out to him. But, yeah, they, they, they getting their ass kicked by COVID. Like, they losing bad. And um, they've got what two? This is their sixth consecutive game they postponed. Um, this is actually an article from the Athletic that I'm citing, uh, ran by Fred Katz. But I remember reading this in another article. But I have the, the uh, Athletic article in front of me. So the NBA's postponed a sixth consecutive Wizards game, um, Wednesday because Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook said they would talk to Michelle Roberts, who is the Players Association executive director about Friday's game. Um literally they have not they have barely practiced. They've only had what eight or nine players. Russell Westbrook and Thomas Bryant are hurt too. So technically they have ten players, but with Westbrook and Thomas Bryant being hurt, they only have eight. 
Also, they have barely, like I said before, they have barely practiced. They have not played in a week and a half. And if you barely practice, you do not play in a week and a half, and then you're getting thrust into a game, excuse me, where there's only eight available players, the risk of injury is extreme, to say the least. And I don't blame the Wizards. I mean, literally, that their team is decimated from COVID. And do not be surprised if you see 20 Wizards games 10 this season. I'm not going to hold you. With all due respect, I may go look for Wizards players because they're going to play 20 more games till freaking June before the playoffs even start. Once again, the Washington Generals are being the Washington Generals, bro. They have the worst luck in the NBA. Everybody, as we are recording right now, we're watching the Knicks versus the Golden State Warriors. I'm here to tell you, at least people pay attention to the Knicks. Other than me, because, you know what I mean, I'm I'm very much a Westbrook fan. That's one of my favorite players ever. Other than me, who was really going to sit up here and watch, like, Wizard games? I mean, I watched Cousin Bradley Bill, but that's honestly about it. But it's time for him to go. People, You know what's so crazy? For three years now, people said it's time for him to go. Yeah, they were saying that for, for I mean, for forever. I feel like, you know, and it's funny because I thought he was going to get traded, but now I'm like, I'm honestly not sure. I don't think this is going to happen. No, nah, because that's all they got right now. I mean, unless you I mean, want to just let Thomas Bryan and uh, Roy Hachimaru. Hachimura. Hachimura. Damn, I was close. I'm still surprised I was that, that close. I know, man, because you, yo, I ain't going to hold you, man. You be fucking up some names, dog. <laughs> but you, see, I got, you see, I got a Japanese name, right? So that tell you everything. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting my mind program. We get the fuck about America. We either going to London or Tokyo. You watching New Japan Pro Wrestling? Got you right, bro. That in anime, so that's probably where it comes yeah. from. And playing the Yakuza series on the PlayStation. Hey, y'all are somewhere, right? It, exactly. Just put y'all subtitles on. Don't watch dub. Put but no. Nah. It's like, bro. It, it's like they curse. Like, I swear, it's always something happening to the Washington Generals. Like, if we can go from, we don't even need to go way back to when Antoine Jameson and them played. Well, yeah, or before that. We don't even need to go from Chris Chris Weber. We can go from when Javaris Critton and uh, Gilbert had the burners in the locker room. We can go from there to now it's like dude they only made the playoffs in the past what 15 years twice no 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 so after gilbert and them left yeah i think they only made it i remember 2017 vividly because they had that fire series with the celtics and that's when isaiah thomas was going off yep but other than that i'm trying to remember before that when they made the playoffs and it's a couple years in between time Wait, 2014, I think they made it, right? Yeah, yeah, they made it a couple years in between. Yeah, definitely. Okay, but it's like, yeah, it's like they, it seemed like they, yeah, because I think, uh, I think his name was Andre Bryant that was on uh, the team. I just, no, Andre Blush. Andre Blush, there you go. That he was a shooter, shooter. And I just remember I used to go off with him on 2K. But it's just one of the things where it's just like, they seem like they got it, they got it all together. Especially when they drafted Bradley Bill, they got enough where they can get deep into the playoffs, and something always happens. Right. Whether it be, you know, a small injury with a key player, 
or it's just like halfway during the season, it's just like they pack it in. Yeah, they just have bad they, – they have extremely bad luck, whether it's injuries or well, now with the pandemic. But, you know, and it's wild, too, because, bro, they've literally – like, I was reading more into the article as you were, you know, as you were discussing, like, the Wizards' terrible luck. The crazy part is they only – they only they, – bro, they haven't even had an official practice. Like, they, their roster is so thin on when – uh, I think yesterday and today they only had shoot arounds and they can't you know how in practice is you could run like five or five scrimmages, bro. They can't even run a five on five scrimmage because that's how many players are fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like and they haven't played they haven't played basketball in nine days, bro. It's yeah, it's just like dude. It's just the standard bad luck was, and I, I doubt he's lying because this is a person that everybody knows competes, and this is one of the reasons why I'm a I'm a Russ fan. He, it's just a nagging injury that just kind of happened because I don't think it happened mid game. He just had the uh, the quad injury, so the quad injury went from two weeks to now. They saying just like. Three to four weeks. So now he basically, whenever they decide to come back, he'll be basically ready to go. Right. And then it started with that. But then they were kind of like on a run. It's just that they couldn't particularly defend inside. But he yeah. was putting up decent numbers. Like his field goal percentage wasn't that high, of course. But he was putting up damn near a triple-double uh, a game. And then it went from Bradley Bill trying to find his groove. And then, you know, he put up – didn't he put up what forty points, fifty points? He went great, bro. He was going. He was dropping forty, fifty, sixty, and it was still on four, which is wild. And the thing is, too, remember last season he was doing that, like close to the end yep. of the season, he he was averaging thirty points per game. He went crazy. Yeah, man. So, I think it's just it's rough, bro. Like they, I'm telling you, don't be surprised at the end of the season if the Wizards play like ten, like a damn near a month extra of basketball because of the games that they missed. That would be insane. And I was telling you, you know, uh, earlier today, they definitely need to – they're not going to trade them. Bradley Bill, so I'm kind of off of it. But apparently it was a rumor a couple of days ago saying that Russ wants off the team. And that, mind you, it's Bro. a rumor. And he'll never say it because this is a dude, like, no matter where he's at, he's going to try to compete. But let's say if it's true, when you buy him out, because he still got like I think two or three years left on that massive contract, and obviously they got the money because they gave hell they gave John Wall thirty three million dollars when he was still hurt, and he said, "Bet, let me just rehab and you know I'll stand on the couch somewhere else." But <laughs> if they buy him out, I was telling you I think he should go to the Clippers. The Clippers need a they, I wouldn't they need an actual point guard and rest. Isn't uh, the quintessential point guard who more so a shooting guard and he's ball dominant? But when you got somebody that's just cutting through the lane like he's done, because that's most of his offense, just you know, zero to 100. If you got somebody like that that's just willing to drive and it leaves shooters open for all two or three shooters they got on that team, including Luke Kennard, it, it helps space out the floor a little bit more. But at the same time, they need uh, rebounders as well. But in the league today, how it is, you know, small ball still, it's like, hell, your center could be five foot ten and 
as long as he can rebound, it's all good. So, right. I just, you know, what it is with the with the Wizards. I mean, nobody's gonna. I feel like nobody's gonna see that contract first of all. But with Westbrook, but same with with the Clippers, you bring up a good point about them being a point guard. Because Patrick Beverly is not going to cut it for them. I'm sorry. They. It's funny because I had this conversation with one of my one of my homies, and we were talking about the how the Clippers could probably get somebody like Alfred Payton, like a guy who doesn't need to score, just has to come in, run the offense, pass the ball. Cause I'm not gonna lie, like I'm watching this Nick game and I'm mad as hell that Julius Randle, even though I'm glad that he's he's passing out of spin moves and triple teams, has to pass the ball to Alfred fucking Payne, the three point man. And but, I like Alfred when he was in Orlando, but I know yeah, what you mean. He was by he was solid in Orlando. Like a DJ Augustine or like an Alfred Payne, like one of those guys would be better for this team for the Clippers. Cause fam, Pat Beverly is not it's not Pat Beverly's Pat Beverly's not gonna cut it for them. You know what I mean? And with the Clippers, they're actually a good matchup against the Lakers because I know we're kind of going on the tangent, but anyways. It, um, it all correlates. It all correlates. But like with the with the clip, like with the Lakers, people are talking about the Lakers are like on like they're gonna win again. I'm like, fam, you cannot they, they first of all, no. Like, first of all, you saw Mark Gasol, which with all due respect to Mark Gasol, I fuck with Mark Gasol, you know, he was a great player, but Mind you, this man was about, bro. This man was about to fly on that plane to Spain and go get his little farewell tour in Barcelona, where he started. And then the Lakers signed him, and he looks slow as hell. Like he may be okay, yeah, he'll hit a three in, in there. But watch, they're gonna in the playoffs. They're gonna they're gonna make Marcus all run, bro. And mind you, with the with the Clippers, like they have two really good bigs with you know Ibaka, and then you got Zubac. So like. If Baca and Zubak alone are gonna give Marcus Gasol and Montrezl Howell fits, and we saw in the playoffs, Montrezl Howell was getting cooked. Bro, Adrian Bronner couldn't even emphasize how much <laughs> how cooked Montrezl Howell was getting on defense in those Nuggets, you know, in those series, in the Mavericks and the Nuggets series. Low key, if we want to be honest, oh shit, Steph Curry got a fucking four point play. Um. If you want to be, if we really want to be honest, if Kate, if Chris Porzingis does not get hurt in that series, in that first round series with the Clippers and the Mavericks, they Dallas might have pulled off the upset. You really got to think about it. The Clippers have to, the Clippers have to smack the shit out of Luka Doncic for the last couple games. They have to beat him until he was on his damn near, on his on his damn uh, laying on his back for them to win that series. And then with the Clippers Nuggets, like they, I feel like they looked past the Nuggets and they lost because of that. And Jokic was cooking them too. Jokic was cooking uh, Trez also. When Doc Rivers should have taken Trez out, and like yes, with Zubak you do lose the points, but you keep the defense and you allow guys like Kawhi and Lou and Pot and PG to cook, even though they're shooting like shit. You know, Montrez Harrell is a liability, bro. And nothing's more debilitating than when you're getting cooked on de- when you're getting cooked on defense. Right. Also, too, it, it it came to a point where this is when the Luca, I wouldn't say hype because he he's living up to the hype. Well, this season it's kind of been like, oh shit. He, I wouldn't say he's getting exposed, but teams are definitely figuring it out now. They like, oh, that little step back ain't gonna work all the time. 
I mean, he's on. He's averaging, I think, twenty three right now. Twenty three and probably seven assists, which is still pretty good. But it, you Who know, it's Luca. Yeah, Luca's averaging. I'll tell you right now. But keep going. Yeah. So it, it was one of them things where in the half court with that team that the Clippers have, you know, the Mavs made it work because of Luca. Just they. He was just the offense. It was just like, okay, <laughs> step back Destroying three. Destroying that man on uh, get to the lane. Nobody in there to guard me. Get to the lane with ease. Uh, pass out. So he did basic fundamental playing style, but right. they couldn't get, they couldn't stop him when he when he drove through the lane. And it's because Montrez is not a defender. He's a yo. He's a great offensive rebounder, and that's why and he's an Lakers energy guy. But that's about it. Yeah, that and I mean that's fine to have. It's basically just like all right, we need this person that could just be offensive rebounder, being Montrez. So that's why the Lakers needed him. When you got AD out there shooting threes because he's taking more threes now, Montrez is out there just to get the offensive rebound, kick it out like he usually does mid air. Right. And Luca is averaging actually Luca's almost averaging a triple double. He's averaging twenty six point one points, ten point one rebounds, nine point five assists. Damn, so I was off by a lot when it comes – well, not off by a lot when it came to the assists, but the points, I was just three points shy. Right. That's pretty good. Last season he was averaging 28, I think, 10 rebounds or 10 assists and then like eight boards. Luca was going nuclear. Bro, Luca and Pop Smoke were the same age. That's crazy. How old is Luca now, 21 or about to be 21? Luca turned 21 last year. Okay. He turned 21 in February, February 28th. That's crazy, bro. When I be seeing people's age, I see 1990. I'm like, God damn. Oh, bro, Alfred Payne just caught Stephen Curry. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the game right now. Are you watching it? Nah, yeah. I, think, I, think, I, think, I think Steph Curry stepped on his foot. but That's um, how you know we're in a weird time in life because, like I told you before, yeah, I think I'm going to be right about Steph getting, uh, what did I say, 30, 42? 41, 42 points. I think he's about to go I mean, for that 41, 42. Nah, he he might, yeah. I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, bro. Where are they at right now? Seven seed or eighth? The Warriors right now are, if I remember correctly. Actually, I'm going to tell you right now. Give me a second. I had I just had the size pulled up, too. I'm going to tell you right now. Well, their record, what are they? They're, they're like at six and eight or something like that. I'll tell you right now. Warriors, come on, man. They're eight and six. They have to be like in the top. It's crazy because their division is really good too right now. Golden State, Golden State is the fifth seed right now. Because right now the Suns is like I think they only lost what four games, if that. The Suns, the Suns have a a, a the the Warriors are two games ahead of the Suns, like. They played 15 games. This is their 15th game, but uh, they're up one in the. The Suns are up one in the loss column. The Suns are eight and five. But the so Clippers and the Lakers. Pacific, right? Tech, yo, technically, technically, the hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Actually, I just had the standings too, bro. My phone be wilding out. Technically, in their division, the Warriors are fourth in their division. Technically, but literally. The Lakers, the Clippers, the the Suns, and Golden State are one are one, two, four, and five in the in the conference. Mm. Yeah, so, and it's Sacramento. You know, Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento's five and ten right now. 
Dude, they've been in the rebuilding stages for years. That's yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, so what you want to move into? You want to move into MLB free agency? You want to move to the to the NFL? No, we could uh, say the NFL for last. We can move into the yeah, MLB. We'll save it for last. All right, so let's go into MLB free agency. Um, the big deal this week was with um George Springer. Uh, George Springer signed a uh, six-year, $150 million deal with the uh, – with the, almost like the Toronto Raptors, bro. With the, with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, let me just see. I just had the I just had the deal going too. What the hell is going on? I'm pulling up the poor boy, so uh, pardon me for that. But um, yeah, George Springer, George Springer is going to it's going to be for six years on 150 150 million dollars. It's pending a physical. Um, the Blue Jays all actually did almost get Michael Brantley from the Astros, but he's staying with the Astros on a two year, thirty two million dollar deal. Um. Jose Quintana used to pitch for the who pitched for the Cubs and then got traded to the uh, went to the White Sox. Um, he goes to the Los Angeles Angels. Um, I mean the Angels finally decided to sign a pitcher after all these years because their pitching has always been you know respectfully god awful. Uh, let's see the other deals. Kirby Yates goes to the Blue Jays as well. I mean the Blue Jays are making pretty. The Blues make a pretty good deals. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've looked at, I've seen a lot of moves they're making. You know, their offense is really good because obviously they got the they got the young kids. They got you know Bo Bichette and Vlad Jr. and um you know obviously they signed up here in Ryu last year. You know they had uh and now you got you got Springer who could hit. I mean, that's a pretty good. Lineup. I mean, obviously they said that the their pitching needed needed some work, but you know they've obviously made good pickups in regards to, you know, Kirby Yates and, you know, even though Jay have left, but Jay have, I mean, Jay have went to the twins, but the Blue Jays are pretty, this is a pretty solid, this is a pretty solid roster. I mean, they can definitely, they definitely could have hitting. That's definitely, you know, that's a, that's definitely for sure. I mean, they also had Kirk Biggios into uh, Kaven, I think his name is. I don't even know. Come on. I don't know how to pronounce that, but you you know I'm a butcher, so I don't even want to do it. Even though I'm, I'm gonna say at- I'm gonna say it's, or Kevin, I don't freaking know. But anyways, the point being, the Blue Jays are making really good signings. Now, do I think they're gonna win the division? Eh, I don't know about that, but it'll be interesting to see. You know, because with the Yankees, the Yankees are the Yankees. You know, you got the Blue Jays, and um, you got Tampa. I mean, even though Tampa Bay did trade. Blake Snow to the project, which is re- shocking as hell. But Tampa Bay always happens to be always in the running for you know for the AL East crown. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, how the Blue Jays are this year. Right. Uh, I'm trying to look up. Every time I try to go to just a Pacific site to give me exactly what I need, like transactions and trades and everything, well. Same thing, but anytime I want to always want to mess. Shit, always want to mess up when you want to look for it, right? No, it's just when you Google it, it gives twenty different sites, but not to the direct thing. So I, I guess I could just go off in MLB uh, trade rumors, like you said. You got George Springer going to the Blue Jays. The Angels signing Jose Quintana. I actually want to talk about that as an Angels fan. I'll talk about it 
you know, I won't get too much into details about it, but no, nah, go ahead, man. Check my protein. I mean, bro, <laughs> this is the thing being an Angels fan, all right. <laughs> go ahead. The Dodgers right there. But the thing about being a Dodgers fan is <laughs> sometimes Dodger, most of the Dodger fans don't look like me. So in a way, it's kind of like, all right, bro, I should be a Dodgers fan because they stand a little bit more for the city because, right. you know, the, the Spanish community are more so Dodger fans and then the Angel fans. Yeah, they, they look like everybody that stays in the OC because, I mean, obviously it's the L.A. Orange County Dodgers, which is still weird. So they play in Orange County, but they L.A. It's like, all right, even though it's a 45-minute drive from, like, downtown L.A. But I, I think it's a good pickup. He definitely, you know, his stats last year, his ERA was 4.50. Yeah, um, I think he barely pitched, though, because he was hurt. If I remember correctly, he barely pitched all of 2020. Yeah, I'm trying to see because yeah, games played. He only played four games. Yeah, but he's a workhorse though, which is you know, I think with the was was it I think was it the White Sox year he pitched like 170 innings something like that. Like he's kind of one of those guys. He's a solid pitcher that eats up a lot of innings. Which you know, granted with the Angels, like I mean, I'm sorry to say this, but your the history of the Angels bullpen is god awful. Well, yeah. it's K Rod, so. I'm trying yeah. to look it up because I just saw his stats from the Cubs right now. Because I wanted to go back to his stats from 2017 when he joined the uh, the the White Sox. That's a crazy yeah. trans transition too to go from the Cubs, the White Sox to the, the Cubs. So 2000, what did we say? 2019. Let me make sure I got this right. 2019, he played. God damn, I can't read this <laughs> on MLB.com. I got to scroll up. I got to scroll up and down. It's like, bro, just put it next to it. Can you do that for me? Bro, that's why I go on baseball reference, man. That part. I wish baseball reference and basketball reference had an actual app. I'm very surprised I don't have an app yet. Yeah, that would be genius, but. Let's see. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. So he made yeah. the All-Star game in 2016. I know that for sure. Yeah, once yeah, the All-Star game. Yeah, he was uh his career, his career stats though, because I see that right now as I'm looking down at his other stats. Uh his career stats is is W uh, 24 wins is eight. 83 losses to 77. ERA is 3.73. But last year, even though he only played, what I said, three games, four games, four games he played last year, it was 4.50, which I think is his career best. It looks like his career best was, yeah, 3.7. Actually, no, well, 2015 was like his best year, 2014, 2015, which is weird because his his, his win loss record doesn't reflect his, uh, he had a 3.2 ERA, 26. Well, no, 2015 he had a 336, 2014 had a 332, but 2016 is his best year, definitely. But I mean, with his record, I feel like his record is weird because his record, his record doesn't like. He's one of those guys. He's such a workhorse that the records are not going to show how many innings that he eats up. You know. Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly right. It's just like one of those things um, where your stats won't show up, but you one of those dudes that does everything that we need. Dennis Rodman is like the greatest, like everything you need guy, except for scoring. Well, when it calls for, you know what I mean, the tip in, <laughs> an open shot. But he's one of the people where it'll show up as far as the rebounding, but it won't show up as far as everything else he does. You always got to have those players when it relates to any pro team. Like, you know, they do enough, so it might not show up, but it's enough to get us a win, and I think that's all that matters. So we definitely needed him, man. We, like you said, we haven't had a pitcher in a while. And, I mean, definitely. we still good. We still got a former all-star MVP. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess we go from there. Uh, will we yeah, make the playoffs? But... No. <laughs> We made the, bro. I gotta look up. I can't remember the last time we made the playoffs. Maybe it was like 2016, maybe even before that. I think it was 20. I think it was 2016. It was like the Walker game. Yeah, that's the last time. Was it? It was the Walker game, right? Let me see. Because 2014 came up. Because we played the Kansas City, and we got smoked by them in three games. We got swept by them. And this is an uh, American League West series. I think it might have been 2014. It was the last time. 2000, yeah, 2014. Yeah. You got, yeah, you guys played the Royals in, in the LDS. And got smoked. Yeah. Especially yeah. the last game. The last game was three to eight. Yep. Damn Kansas City Royals, bro. Hey, so what are they doing for us? Uh, before we get off that, what are they doing for us? The protocol for, I mean, are they doing like last time with COVID? It's kind of like, hey, don't really worry about the mask. And then when people start getting sick, they're like, yeah, put the mask on even when you you on the field. Honestly, I haven't really heard much, you know, with baseball in regards to what they're gonna do this year. I feel like, especially like. You know, even with free agents, like the winter meetings have slowed down because usually, remember, like there used to be so many more like deals in January or February, and then I feel like that year was it the last, not last year, the year before with Machado, Bryce Harper off season. Like I feel like that fucked everything up because people were just like, bro, they literally signed during spring training, and usually with the, all the big signings were in January, February, and it was some anticipation. And I feel like that just ruined the, the MLB offseason in general. But in regards to COVID, like, they haven't announced anything. Like, they've been pretty much in the dark about it. So that means just fuck it. We're going to go out there. Listen, bro. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll, we're going to find out. Let me go ahead and cut this promo. All right, bro. Fuck it. It's over. Just, you, you know, I, 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 I try to be. <laughs> you know me, I'm pessimistic quietly when we talk on text messages because I try not to be this evil supervillain that people depict me to be at times, but I'm a realist. Hey, bro, it's fucking over. Just, you know, this country as a whole just said, fuck it. They said they ain't going on lockdown. We ain't getting no more yeah. stimu no stimulus. We There's some people in California. Most of the people in California ain't got their unemployment insurance. It's people can't find jobs. Listen, man, just fuck it. Just just go out there. Then go vacation. Have a people already doing it. Fuck it. Go have a blast. They might have the right mindset anyway, even though I would do it. But still, 
Go out there, have a blast. Go on vacation. Fuck it, bro. It's the end of the world anyway. Just, just go. I mean, it's highly likely that shit is to happen, man. Because, hey, MLB said, fuck it, we ball. Right. Because it, it came from, <laughs> gee, because it came from the money to everybody just being like, you know what? Yeah, we took a big hit. Like the NBA lost $1.5, $1.8 billion in revenue, which is a huge number considering yeah. that they got these TV deals that they just got recently. And they really said, Adam Silver said, okay. a stoppage. What y'all mean a stoppage? Ain't no stoppage, bitch. And now the WWE is back to saying, oh, no, Tampa is a go. And we're going to have live crowds. The Super Bowl, same thing. And I think the Super Bowl even said max capacity. So it's getting to a point where, you know, I get like an old man sometimes. I'm going to start repeating myself. All right, just fuck it. Everybody go have a blast. Go enjoy it. Everybody, maybe y'all got the right idea. If you get sick, you get sick. If you don't, you, you you don't. Just at least try not to be loud about it and saying that it doesn't exist because it does exist, but fuck it, everybody moving like it don't. So here we are. Shit. I'm tired this year already. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to be, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. We're 21 days into this moment. I'm tired. Hey, they keep, we, they bro, keep listen, we, we 21 days into 2021 in the 21st century, dog. Gee, can we get to the uh 22nd century? Let me get to the flying cars for real, for real. Shit, for real. Hey, I ain't even yeah. mad at that. And when but they said, for, and then when they said black people to Mars, can we get to that point? I mean, I wish. I, shit, I'm not I go with my girl to Mars. Fuck it. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think it's nothing good on Mars. Of course, it ain't going. I mean, is it better than Earth? It may be. They're at this rate. Oh, I see your third eyes open tonight, bet. Hey, listen, bro. Listen, I ain't, I ain't seen Anthony Fauci be so fucking happy at a present fight in so long, bro. That man was happy to tell you, hey, stay the fuck home. He seemed like he ain't giving up. He the only person that ain't giving up. He seemed happy as hell, bro. Yo, the presser, bro, his face, he, bro, I ain't never seen that man. That man, like, you know when you sick as hell, like, your, your face is pale and shit, and then when you, like, feel better again, like, you're glowing, like, that's what it looked like, bro. Man, look, he had the pregnancy glow. Like, <laughs> that man was just that. That man looked up like, "Yo, I'm here. I'm happy, respectfully, you know." But yeah, man, like, hey, maybe things are turning the right way. But like Jalen Brown said earlier, he said, "Listen, just because Joe Biden president, we gotta don't mean we take our foot off the gas." So, man, just give me my money, fuck it. <laughs> yes, that's a fact too, fam. Like. I we know I'm sorry we about to get political on a sports podcast, but I kind of don't care for this one minute. Listen, I don't understand how we can you could tell me right it was 600, then it's like okay you do this whole thing with your campaign like yeah we're gonna give with the, especially with the Georgia Senate like yeah we're gonna give we're gonna give y'all two thousand we good and then right when it's about to wait right, Biden's about to get uh sworn in it's like now nah, we're gonna give you the remaining fourteen hundred like fam just give us. Why is the 600 such a – the 600 is a big deal for us regular folk who are trying to live and pay bills and stuff. Why is it – why are you acting like it's nothing in your shit? Like, it's really nothing in the grand scheme of things. So just give us this extra – just give us the 2K. What's the problem? Hey, you ever seen House Party 3? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I have seen it, yes. Remember the Chris Tucker scene? Nah, you got to refresh my mind, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm – my mind is in the fog, but yeah. When, when immature and that nasty man, uh, Marcus Houston, who was a oh nice yeah, 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 
That's America. <laughs> America is Chris Tucker. Same time, man. Same time. It's like, bro, what do I got to give uh, besides my stress? Give me your stress and give me your hate, and then I give you this money. Half, half of it. Shit. That shit is wild, man. Or they might be West Main. They might be uh, Clifton Powell from Barbershop. You gonna Yo. take money? I don't want it. You gonna take this money? You gonna take this money? You gonna take the stress? I don't want it. Like, bro, bro, Yo, that that's is exactly crazy. how it is. <laughs> it really like, is, man. You gonna give me but, a little bit? Like, bro, they got us acting like crackheads. You like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. get a I little bit. Fam, what is six hundred dollars really gonna do? Like, is it really that big of a deal? Look, as soon as you start saying that, how much does a dollar cost by K dot came in my head. Oh, yo, I was just about to say the, the piano piece came the, in my head. The, the piano and the trumpet just came, just popped up. Right. How much does a dollar cost, bro? So yeah, we anyway, you know, we just to bring it full to bring it full circle. Hey, you trying to go? Fuck it. At this point, you want to just go to Tampa, bro? You just want to go to? We might as well go to WrestleMania. Why not? I'm shit. I don't know about all that, bro. I ain't got no fucking dollars for I'm, front you know, me twenty dollars. No, nah, hell no, nah, that's just gonna go up, bro. They only have ten thousand there. Yeah, Vince, Vince. I forgot this man in the devil. He gonna charge ten racks just for a front row. So you gonna oh, pay ten racks to be at the front row to see the fiend go against Drew McIntyre, and then you are gonna catch the run as well. I mean, listen, listen, bro. They about to have the the quote unquote superstar spectacle, aka in your house, Mumbai melee. And he's not even going to India, bro. That's still funny when we found out about that earlier. <laughs> Listen, man. You know it's wild. Like, how do you gonna have the Thunderdome man? Like you in India and try to fool me? Like, but they, what they gonna they gonna put a Zoom background? They they you know it's funny. You know you could do the Zoom backgrounds. Imagine like they do the Zoom background. They put Dalsim Stage from Street Fighter Two in there. Yeah. <laughs> We said this shit earlier, like off the phone, off the record, but bro, that visualization of like Drew McIntyre fucking giving uh who's he fighting? Is he fighting Goldberg or not? He got COVID, right? No, no, they, bro. they they don't believe in COVID in Florida. He gonna come back tomorrow, and they don't even have his bro, oh, listen, that SmackDown tomorrow. Jinder Mahal getting the world title with the Zoom, with, the, with the Thunderdome background of the Dawson stage from Street Fighter Two. Is very on brand of the WWE to do, bro. If that happens, you better hope they delete my account because I'm going off, bro. Oh my fans, I'm, I'm going to at them, them constantly. I'm, I'm, pro, I'm pro gender Mahal. That's why I'm a fan. People, oh, gonna hell be, no. they're gonna be throwing hate speeches at me, bro. bro. I know a couple of people they like, bro, you like gender Mahal, gender Mahal, cold. Listen, you're gonna have to die in that hill by yourself, my boy. I'm sorry. That man gonna come out to the whole remix. They're gonna put the Timberland beat on it. That man gonna come over uh Indian flu. Remember that song him and Magoo had? He gonna come out to chew her to addictive. <laughs> Yo. Tamlin used to kill all the uh, Middle Eastern samples. Timberlake I'm glad you caught that on to that. Uh, a Timberlake. week ago, caught on to that. Oh, that's another discussion another day. But Timberlake could go in the big. He, you know, Mahal gonna come out the big pimpin. He gonna have a Bombay outfit on, and just be having the flame torches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like they got, he might come out to the Latin theme, bro. Big Impresario, come and say about the Black Mario, and then he's fucking see Jenna He's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> hey, he should come out and dress like uh, Jafar, bro. That should be his new gimmick. He got the little uh, staff with the cobra on it. You know what? You know what's foul? Like, I, if you're listening to this, like, we do not condone this, but the WWE is so far off of y'all being like racist and being like so like problematic. I would not be surprised if this happens. Because, you know, Vince McMahon don't like Japanese wrestling, but that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he makes Puerto Ricans eat apples and say all types of shit. So we, 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 that's a discussion for another day, like I said. No, Carlito, Carlito, Carlito you know, he said, I don't care about no championship. I'm trying to get that consensual. Bruh, Carl, Carlito's a wild man. I mean, his dad is too, but anyways. um, That's another discussion for another day, too. Because, hey, Carlos yeah, Colon let... I was going to let Bruiser bro. Nah, uh, the never turn off. Um, yeah, bro, we anyway. just, just watch Dark Side of the Ring. Listeners, just watch Dark Side of the Ring. And then allegedly. <laughs> yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly true. Um, so, all right. So, to bring it back to baseball real quick, I'm kind of happy the Mets did not get George Springer because now we could just, like, he's getting old. I think just was, what, like 32? He's mm-hmm. older, he's older than 30. So this is his last chance to get a contract. And we can extend Michael Conforto if Michael Conforto is more consistent. So I'm actually not mad about as much as it would have been cool to have George Springer, I'm okay with it. I'll live with it. That's the next $30 million that we could use to sign pitchers or to get a um, or we could just get more people for 30 million. Like we could get Brad Hand and Jackie Bradley Jr. And that's it. We good. We alright. Because like we got Brandon Nemo and Dom Smith in them. So it's a good dilemma for the Mets. Even though I'm glad that they, uh, and I'm going to keep this brief, I'm glad they fired that nasty man general manager, even though he did give us Francisco Medora, I it's still fuck him. And, man, no means no, bro. Stop. If the woman don't answer you after four or five texts or whatever, that does not give you consent to be doing nasty shit. So, no, man, no, please no, stop that shit. And no, I'm going to leave it at that. There you go. If she say no, just let it go. Yeah, man. Listen, to, this, was another ep- this was another yearly episode of the Men Can't Have Nice Things. We fucking get Francisco Lindor one week later. Our GM get fired for sending nasty picks to, to women, and that's sick. And that man deserved to get fired for salvation. God fucking fucking asshole! <laughs> you gotta hit that Thanos. It's a small price for salvation, God, even man. though that's Damn, they, bro. Thanos was right, man. Yo, Thanos was look, Thanos went crazy in Avengers Endgame, bro. That man was dropping loaded less bars. No, nah, in uh, Infinity War, because in Endgame, Infinity he was War, excuse me. yeah, Infinity War, nah, nah Infinity War, he was going crazy too. Nah, that's definitely a fact. But, but um, in- actually, what did that do bring you back to me, your failure. You could live with your failure. What did that do? Bro, bring that you was, back? I was like, God, I was like, oh shit, he's spitting, yes sir. That's how I feel when I got to go back to the hood in South Central. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, we back here. PTSD, here we come. You want to play the possible PTSD instrumental when you walk in back when you walk back into the hood? Oh shit, here we go again. Mercy on me. You like RP to the wool. You like you like CJ and San Andreas? Oh shit, here we go again. That's exactly how it is. Listen, man. I know we kind of we kind of veer off. But listen, bro, them videos where they, they um they keep photoshopping people, they keep editing in people uh for the GTA five uh 
Fam, Franklin, bro. Oh my God, there was a Michael Jackson one. That should have me crying. <laughs> no, this is getting ridiculous. First of all, I, I hate when I don't know where this stuff starts or who starts it, and then it just goes insane. It goes just totally left, right, up, down, north, northwest. Like, bro, it just goes anywhere. Like, they put self in Dragon Ball Z. They put uh, what's the name? Steven Universe. They put them. They put uh, like the Joker, bro. Listen, man, the internet, as problematic as some of this shit is, some of, you know, the people who are are genuinely funny, man, keep being, y'all. We appreciate it. But, um, actually, there's some breaking news, Banks. You want to get into it? Yeah, because I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. uh, Nico going crazy about the verses, and I'll just say that. Um, I'm not even. I haven't even looked at my text. I haven't looked at anything. Um, I, I agree. You'll see, because me and him agree. But go ahead. It just it just it just popped up on my uh, be on uh, excuse me, courtesy of the Athletic. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. is getting traded to the Houston Rockets. Oh, I did just see that. I'm thinking you thought. Um, oh no 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 no. No, nah, we 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 got a little off the rails with the Mumbai melee in your house, but anyways. Um, so yeah, so if you have been living on a rock, Kevin Porter Jr. got real pissed off. Um, as we know, he had a was a weapons charge, he had a, he had another charge, he had a weapons charge that got basically dismissed, or he got arrested for that. Nothing's really come up out of that. They had another uh, legal situation. So, what's going on is the rock, the Cavs, um, they basically told him, listen, you could come be with the team. You know, we're not, you can't play yet. Not that you can't play, but, you know, they were like, listen, we're going to help you out. We're going to help you get right. You know, yes, you're not going to play, but, you know, for disciplinary reasons. But, you know, he was with the team. You know, he was with the team as if he was hurt, generally. So what happened was, it was according to multiple sources, hey, they moved his locker. Um, now that with the Cavs trade with Jared Allen and Torian Prince, they gave Torian Prince his old locker and put his locker with the bench players that don't play much. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to set him off and piss him off. Um, he got really irate, started flipping shit. J.B. Bickerstaff, who is the Cavs coach, came out. He was throwing food at people, berating them, just going off, going crazy. And they said, you know what? Um, we are either releasing him or tr- we're either going to trade him. And if nobody wants him, we're cutting him. We're done with him. And in a way, granted, do I think, you know, unfortunately, like he has a very unfortunate situation because we know his conduct issues do go back to college. Because I, if you, I don't know if you have you heard about Kevin Porter Jr. story? You probably have. He went to USC, he's from Seattle. You know, his dad got killed at a young age. So, like, he kind of has been very, you know, you know, that kind of really messed with his mental. Um, also, he had mm-hmm. he did get suspended for a couple games at USC for conduct issues. So, this is hey, not a new not thing. Right. You got, what, you know, something going on with you. Right. This is not a new uh, – this isn't a new thing with him, unfortunately. But – you know, obviously, he's a very talented basketball player. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, we can't really dispute that. And, you know, Cleveland did give him a chance. And, unfortunately, he went, you know, he had a decent season last year, but he went through some stuff, which is why he's not playing. Now, granted, I don't think he went about it the right way, yes. But do I think I can kind of reason with him being somebody who deals with anxiety and shit like that? Because, granted, you can't play, but you're dealing with some kind of normalcy, Right. 
your locker is where it's where you think it's not so where it's supposed to be. Like your locker, you're there. You know, the cast are trying to keep the conversation as you know. I tried to keep his situation as normal as it can, even though he's not playing. And when something like that happens, like it is gonna set you off because you're not being told, hey, listen, we're moving your locker room because of it, your locker because of this. And something as normal as that will set somebody off. Trust me, like I've dealt with it. I know people who deal with that type of stuff where anything that's not normal is going to like set you off in a way that it shouldn't be set off. And it's very unfortunate on his behalf, but I hope with the Rockets, I mean, like I said before, he is a good player. Um, He's a solid, he's, I mean, the kid could score the hell out of the ball. He's lefty, he's crafty, and, you know, I actually like it, you know, even though, yes, his character issues and, you know, and what he's going through as a player, I actually like his game a lot. Um, it's actually fun to watch him play. So, you know, I hope with this, you know, he gets a fresh start with the Rockets. I hope he gets a chance. He's with a young black coach with Steven Silas who is doing okay with this team considering, you know, I kind of feel bad for Steven Silas, though, because he dealt with the James Harden situation. And now, you know, hopefully nothing happens with Kevin Porter Jr. But he's dealing with some another kind of situation, you know what I mean? And I hope the Rockets, you know, the Rockets and do right by Kevin Porter Jr., not only him, but also Steven Silas as well. But we'll see what happens. Well, hopefully he uses this first start as an opportunity and, you know, he moves forward with it. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so I actually did get that news. I know you was going to consider it breaking, but still, at the same time, it is good to see. Uh, in this instance, I think they said something about him just uh, – is he coming off the bench? No, he, he probably wouldn't come off the bench. They can use him as a starter right now because I don't know who's there to guard at the moment. But Oladipo, so he could be a good, he could be a six, he could be a, he could be a solid six man. Yeah, I'm sure you know until he because this kind of works out for them because you know long term Oladipo is playing just as good you know before the ACL tear, but that explosiveness he had you know it it, it kind of went away obviously because he had ACL, so now he's relying on just the jump shot, which is still good. But I'm tripping. I forgot he went there in that trade for James Harden. So. I, I think this works out, and let me be serious. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm getting to that point where I'm being serious, but I'm trying to get everything worded properly. So, like you said, for him, it started out as, you know, it's a, it's a medical condition he has. Obviously, he's suffering from – he might be – I don't want to be a doctor, but it sounds like a form of bipolar disorder. And it's justifiable because – you take a young man who lost his father at a young age. And I don't know what the circumstances in which he grew up, whether it be poverty or not, but it, it doesn't matter. When you lose a parent or you lose somebody close to you, it doesn't matter how much money you got. It plays a factor as well. So to go across the country from Ohio to then go to Los Angeles and play for USC, that's kind of in the hood. It's gentrified a little bit, but at the same time, it's a couple blocks away from the hood. It's on uh, Fig Boulevard. So if you go to Fig and King, I'm being me from L.A., I'm getting people a geographical sense of what I'm talking about. That's kind of the hood. So I don't know if he was going there or not. But to take the kid from cross country to do that, and then if he doesn't have any support, whether it be a family member or not, that's a lot for him to deal with. And then to get drafted and go back to his home state, that's probably – we saw it with Stephon. Like when Stephon went and played for the Knicks, 
it just like, you know, everybody, you got them family members that just come out the blue, people hitting you up, asking you for money. So for him, that probably added on to, you know, whatever mental alias he was he was dealing with. Because now you back in your home state, you got family members asking you for shit, money regardless. So that's more pressure. Then you probably got to deal with where your father, if he lost his life in Ohio, you got to deal with that as well. And then you playing for the Cavs who, you know, since LeBron left, it was like, hmm. Because we remember what Dan Gilbert said. And then we've seen outbursts happen with J.R. Smith throwing food as well of one of the staff members in, on the Cavs. So it's something in that front office that's going on, more so relating to race, that we're not seeing. Yeah. Obviously, if, if it, these things kind of keep happening, because they said he also said, you know, he, he's, he used uh, – a slur about white people that ain't that harmful to begin with but anyhow we're trying to be professional uh towards one of the members there and he said this he also said and i quote they said he said modern day slavery and i said oh this kid is a legend so this kid is a legend you're making the millions of dollars but at the same time they're making you go out here and play and then they was they took everybody to Orlando. <laughs> you got to stay there for months is, you know, kind of just being the same area and over and over. So while you are make people try to use that bullshit excuse, just because yo none talented ass can't make a million dollars. Doesn't mean you need to hate on them. Uh, what, what's that goofy bitch? I forgot her name. Besides Bill Simmons, that bitch, it's another bitch. Uh, oh, Jackie God. McMullen. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. So that bitch and uh, Bill Simmons. And the Kyrie Irving comments. Definitely. Yeah, saying that you make millions of dollars, that's your owner. Like, bro, that's not your owner. What are you talking about? I work for this dude. Now, when you say somebody's your owner, I I get what you mean, but the way you say it, nah. Because you ain't the owner of me, motherfucker. But I understand because I'm wearing the uniform of the team you own. But that don't mean you own me. And obviously, that's what Kyrie is doing. That's why I haven't really knocked it. You know, we said what we said about Kyrie. He's a little out there, but at the same time, you can't do great things without being a little off the rocket. And we've seen what he just did recently with George Floyd buying his family a house. So it's one of the things where you can't have somebody just doing everything and expect something to not, you know, down, down the deposit the they do. You got to have both. You know what I mean? Somebody's too clean. That's when I get paranoid about people. So I'll, I'll take this in the case of Kyrie. Salute to him for everything he's doing. So with Kevin Porter, he's now with uh, Paul Silas and Steven Silas, who is a black head coach. And this is first year head coach for the Rockets. And it's been crazy for him because James Harden decided he wanted to leave. And it's not good to do that to a first year head coach as well, particularly a black one. So I think he's in a better environment now. And I hope you know, he gets whatever help he wants to get because, you know, it's something about people of, you know, Latin or African descent. Some of us think we can't get mental health, and that's absolutely not true. I think it's the best thing you can do. Me personally, I know damn well I need to get some mental health. Uh, if you can afford it, go ahead and get it. It's nothing but pride holding you back. That That's particularly with the youth. Of any color, it's just not black, 
black kids because they always want to put stuff on us. But pride is a motherfucker. Pride will tell you that you don't need help. Pride to tell you smoke because, you know, they said allegedly he had marijuana in the car with him as well. And obviously yeah. if he had a registered firearm or I'm not sure if it's registered, but in this case, we're going to say it's registered. Uh, um, you have- my fault. No, go ahead. No, I was going to verify. So um, they actually passed Mahoney County. So he was arrested on November 15th of 2020 uh, for improper handling of a firearm in a vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. He also had charges of driving without a license, which was a misdemeanor. But they both, the the county um, they, uh, decided to not indict him on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then granted with his personal situation, so he's from Seattle, um, and you know, unfortunately his father was killed when he was four, which is incredibly young. So I, you know, I can only imagine how he feels and I can, that played a line to, you know, his whole thing. Absolutely. So it's just one of the things now he's in a better environment. He has, uh, two vets being Victor Aladipo and John Wall, who are young African-American men. Who are older than him that could help him out? Yeah, is it? uh, Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Demarcus as well. Who, you know, at times it seems like he suffered from stuff from you know his outbursts. You don't know where that's coming from. And I mean, obviously, if you're playing on a team that George Carl is coaching, if I'm not mistaken, when he played for the Kings, you have outbursts too because we know how George Carl could be an asshole and the things he said about players. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he called uh, Kenya Martha, which we know is a cold word. He called him what? If I'm not mistaken, George Carl says something to Kenya Martin. Let me see. Because I don't want to put smut on his name if he didn't, but I swear. Because remember, he came out with a book in 2017. Yeah, remember, he came out with a book in 2017. George Carl, Right. Yeah, he, he, he said was talking about Melo. He was talking about all of them. Yeah. Oh, he called him Yellow Boy. Maybe, yeah, George George Carl was wild. But, yeah, this um, is a, so he think he Nene leaks with this book. He <laughs> think he the Nene, bruh. Why is it when we get serious? One of us got to say some stupid shit. Nene leaks. That's hilarious. Oh, but man, Yellow Jesus Christ. He was wild. He called him basically mulatto. That's what he called him. And I'm talking about the rapper. That's wild. Right, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, bro. you know, all in all, I hope, I hope Kevin Porter's I you know, I hope he really, you know, hope this is a you know a wake up call for him. It's a fresh start, it's a new place. And like, you know, you were saying banks, um with Boogie, John Wall, Depot, like, you know, obviously with Silas is the coach, you know, he has a good you know, not only does he have a you know, it seems like to be a model coach or a really good coach, and obviously and a, and a fellow black man as a coach, but he also has a couple guys, you know, who I don't want to say I've been in this situation, but guys who have been kind of, you know, criticized by the media unfairly and have dealt with, you know, dealt with things, you know, not only with the media, but just in their personal life, who I think would definitely come out. So, you know, it's unfortunate what happened, you know, with him and, you know, how everything's going on. But, you know, hopefully he uses it as a, as a wake-up call. And, you know, he, he goes out there and plays well. So we'll see what happens. Um, right, 
All right, so you want to get into NFL stuff. Um, you want uh, you could actually yeah, you you can start this one because I feel like I started all the whole time, but oh, it's all good. So this is the AFC NFC Championship uh, weekend. We got in the AFC, we got the Chiefs versus the Bills, and the NFC, we got two future. Hall of Famers, first ballot Hall of Famers, two of the top five greatest quarterbacks, in my opinion, right now, uh, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this plays out. So on the on the eve of the NFC, I'm sorry, the AFC championship game, we got uh, Pat Mahomes boy, as Shannon Sharp called him, who is still day to day from uh, concussion. I think they co- they didn't even confirm it as a concussion, but they're just taking to the monetary steps to make sure that it's not a concussion. Uh, I read yesterday that he actually did take the field and had a couple snaps, but he's still in protocol. So we'll see how that worked out. And the way he looked, that was definitely a concussion because he got snatched by his neck and landed on his head. And, you know, on camera, he didn't look that bad. But obviously when he came up with sleepy eyes, it was all bad. And, but he was on wobble. His legs were wobbly and everything. No, when I seen that, I was like, yeah, you, you got to take him out. Oh, that, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. He, he, he. So uh, we got a hell of a defensive team being the Buffalo Bills against this Chiefs offense, which is slowly becoming one of the greatest offenses at, offensive teams ever. Uh, your thoughts on who wins? We, we could do the – point margin if you want but for the most part i'd just like to say who's going to win and if you want to give an analytical stance or analytical breakdown as to why this team will win it's up to you as well so i'll let you go all right so i mean in regards to the point spread actually both games are three are literally three point uh three point uh spreads uh, Buccaneers and Packers was uh is a in favor of Green Bay three a three point Green Bay is a three point favorite, and Bills and Chiefs Chiefs are still a three point favorite despite um. Patrick Mahomes, you know, obviously, you know, we don't know what's going on if it's going to be uh Chad Henney playing or starting or uh Patrick Mahomes starting. So, <laughs> or if he's starting, you might as well go ahead and call it a season. I mean, you, listen, you never, bruh, anything is possible. Yeah, I got tired of that. See, the funny thing is, when Pat tweeted that, everybody's like, all right, yeah, he good. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if I'm – I don't. you see, I don't know. I can't call this because Pat Mahomes is playing. If Pat Mahomes is playing, I think it's a three-point game. I just – I don't know. The Bills are for real, for real, mm-hmm. uh, to, to say nicely. But – um. I'm gonna say the Chiefs. I'm still gonna say the Chiefs with that three point with that three point spread. I think the Chiefs win. I don't have a score to be honest because we don't know anything. I mean, Pat Mahomes was a limited participant in um in Wednesday's practice, and I mean they you know with him running. I know he fucked up his toe or something like that, but they seem you know from what I read in regards to the practice, Andy Reid said that he was still running pretty fine. Um. But the practice today and going into tomorrow, I mean, we're recording on a Thursday. So today's practice and tomorrow's practice are really the most important to see if, um, you know, Pat Mahomes is going to play for a little while. So 
Regardless, right now, I'm going to say Pat Mahomes is. I mean, if Pat Mahomes is playing, I have the Chiefs winning. But if he's not, eh, I'm still going to take the Chiefs by three. But it, it, you know, obviously, we don't, we won't know anything until you know Friday or Saturday to see if Pat Mahomes is going to play his game. And but uh, for the Bucks, it, well, actually, you don't have it. You pick, you pick Chiefs Bills. Oh no, no! All I was going to say is apparently he got the majority of the snaps today in practice, so. He, he he basically gonna play. I mean, of course they're gonna take as many um, you know concussion tests as possible because he's still there in protocol concussion protocol. But it seems to be like he's good to go. Not definitely. So we'll see what happens. Buck and his package. Who you got? Damn, bro. can Mike Evans get open? It's gonna be the main question. Uh, I'm going with the Bucks, man. I mean, it seems to be when Tom Brady gets this far, it's damn near automatically that he's getting to the the Super Bowl. This is his first time ever being a wild card, and then you know working. He had to play four games basically to get this far, or three games, I should say, to get this far. First time ever in his career, but I think I'm going with the Bucks. Oh man. Uh-huh. Do I want to bet against Aaron Rodgers? <sighs> this is tough because yeah, no, it is because Aaron Rodgers is looking like the MVP, and more likely he is the MVP this season. But you know what? Tom Brady, every time you think he's going, he just Man, he come back. Me- I'm picking a pack, bro. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll contradict. I'm gonna pick. I mean, it's, it's kind of a safe pick. Even though Tampa Bay, Kansas City would be fun. You know what's funny? This is not one of those like NFL seasons where like the last four guys are just like, oh fuck! Like I really want to see one Super Bowl. Like honestly, if it's in any variation considering these last four teams, I do not mind it. If it's Tampa Bay Buffalo, I'm cool with that. If it's Green Bay Kansas City, I'm really cool with that. If it's Tampa Bay Kansas City, like cool. We got Brady Mahomes, and if it's Packers, you know Packers Bills, like great. Bills got a nice defense, and you know Aaron Rodgers is going crazy. Like even any of these four teams win, like I'm, I have no horse in this race, but I'm very indifferent. Like I'm cool with whoever, honestly. I regardless, I think it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. Whoever, whoever makes it to the to the end. I mean, I don't know if you would agree, but. No, I mean, any pick is a safe pick, honestly. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm I'm just basically going on what I think Tom Brady could do because, I mean, everything goes through him. But, damn, Aaron Rodgers against that defense, though, that's that's kind of Swiss cheese for the most part because we've seen what he did to Rams. <laughs> we see. Yeah. And the, and the Buccaneers secondary is like, eh? I don't know, but uh, it's like, eh. They, they had their moments. Like, they had their moments where they were getting picked apart, and then they had the, you know, they had their games where they buckled down, like the Saints game. So, I mean, we'll see, man. I, I'm going to pick I, – I'll, I'll contradict you and pick the Packers, like, just because I'm a guy that it would be Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl, so. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be a hate, I'm gonna be a hater for this week. No, I mean it's it's really yeah. It's a safe so. pick all around. So, all right, I'm I'm sticking on my pick. I'm going to Bucks. 
I mean, fuck it. We could agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, it's, either way, man, it's like, I promise you all the main people, other than the, the person that really knows what he's talking about, obviously because he's a Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest tight end ever, Shannon Sharp will probably give us a confirmed pick because nine times out of ten when he says a team is going to win, they're going to win because, once again, he's a Hall of Famer and he knows the game best. So who else are you going to listen to? And then, you know, when we get Michael Strahan and everybody, Terry Bradshaw, when they start making their picks more times than not, they write. But, you know, we'll see. But I'm, I am curious to see actually what they are going to say about this because this this is a – I'm trying to remember the last NFC matchup that had me this excited. And it's not even like, you know, this isn't the semifinals. This is the NFC championship championship. Now, who's yeah. to say – even Tom, even though Tom Brady signed a two-year deal, who's to say? I mean, you know, he hard-headed, so he's gonna come back. But who's to say, you know, Father Time won't allow him to come back? And that's what he's thinking about. Because obviously, we always say Father Time, Father Time. So far, he's beating Father Time, but at the same time, which is wild. Hey, that shit don't creep up on you, man. That shit is inevitable. Yeah, but who's to say? You know, what I mean, he gets there this time, and then next year. He won't get back. He fucking, God forbid, he snapped his leg like he did before in right. game one. Right. I mean, you never know, right? So we'll see on Sunday, man. Three o'clock. Uh, Bucks Chiefs. I mean, Bucks. Wow. Buck, that's foreshadowing. Buccaneers package is at three o'clock. Uh, Chiefs Bills at 640. So we'll see what's well, up. You are foreshadowing because that's my Super Bowl. I, I mean, shit. I, I, I may be. I may be, man. But, um, oh, we have a classic if that happens, bro. Oh, no. Like in Tampa Bay? That would be crazy. Definitely. But um, let's – uh, I guess we got one thing to talk about before we wrap this up. So um, you want to get into this one too? Yeah, go ahead. Hope, All right. So um, this actually updated – this was from earlier today. The Steelers signed uh, Dwayne Haskins. Um, you know, we talked about Dwayne Haskins, I think, what, the first or second episode? Very, you know, one of the very first episodes about his situation with Washington and us hoping that he got, you know, was able to get a second chance. And um, looks like the Steelers are going to give him that. So this is according to The Athletic. Um, he's former Washington quarterback Dwayne Haskins has signed a reserve slash futures contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he was released on December 28th. Um, Obviously, we know what happened with, you know, the bitter end that had, you know, his bitter end in, with the Washington football team. Um, but with that, with this contract, I mean, basically with Pittsburgh, it's a high risk, it's a low risk, high reward type of thing if he does can do well, because um, he is on the Steelers roster, but his salary does not count against the cap until the start of the new league year. So this is kind of a, you know, for now, this kind of works for him. But, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Um, with his expectations, I mean, you know, there isn't, you know, yet there isn't really much because if you really think about it, this reserve future deal, futures deal is kind of like, okay, we're going to sign him to the roster. We don't really expect much yet, but we want to give him a second chance. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a low, you know, it, this is as much as, this is as much of a a low risk high reward signing as you could possibly have and i mean 
you know, obviously Big Ben, you know, Big Ben is still there. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, he needs to retire already, but that's a discussion. Oh, not consensual yeah. Ben. Yeah, he need to go. Yeah, yeah. Nasty, nasty Ben. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got Nasty Ben. You got Mason Rudolph. I mean, Ray, what the fuck is Mason? Whatever. Mason Rudolph is not good, honestly, either. But, I mean, listen, if he does well in camp, he could be the number two guy behind Roethlisberger. I mean, at worst, he'll be the number three, but. I think he, I think he, you know, I think he could really, with the Steelers, I mean, you, you know, even though, yes, you have Mike Tomlin there, you know, and the Steelers are a respected organization. So, I mean, if he's there, he, you know, they give him the right tutelage, you know, he could be a, a viable, a, a decent successor to that, uh, to uh, Brandon Roethlisberger. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Sin. Ben Raperberger home, oh. so so he can go to bathroom stalls and do what he did before and get off. It seems to be that uh, the Steelers, if you are problematic, you can stay on that team as long as you can. Uh, I mean, you know, if I want to be professional and all that, he played all right this season. I just felt like they had a better offense. It wasn't really because of him. It was because the offense is good, but I digress. Uh, so this is a prime example of two Americas we're about to see. About to see a young boy. I think we talked about episode one. We're about to see a young boy who they said was unprofessional because, you know, God forbid, I'm 21 years old. Even during the pandemic, I just signed the deal with the NFL. I can't go out and party. I can't be wild. Motherfuckers just act like they've never been 21 years old. Well, at least his stuff is on camera, unlike Ben Rossenberger. But we know right. he did it. Dwayne didn't do nothing. Dwayne has never got in trouble for anything like that. Ben Rosenberger has, but they said allegedly. No, it's right there. It's happened two or three times, I think, since college. Probably more than that. But anyway, you're going to see two Americans. You're going to see Dwayne Haskins, who is a pretty decent player. He's all right. Uh, be on a team that maybe he might get better on. We didn't get a chance to see him because he played for the team, that team. So he didn't really have time to develop. And, I mean, you know, Ron Rivera, I think, was out a couple times too, uh, being a head coach, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, they talking about they want to see him as a backup. Man, if y'all send Ben Rossenberger home, this dude has been contemplating. He keeps saying he don't want to retire, man. Take your ass home. No, definitely. Um, With that too, like, I feel like, I mean, this is really a a, a low risk high reward thing, man. And you know, with I didn't know this either because I was reading the athletic article earlier. But um, Ben, um, I'm sorry, Mike Tomlin actually like actually thought of Dwayne Haskins as a decent quarterback uh, when he was at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Like he actually looked, you know, he actually evaluated him, you know, and made had scouts go to watch his game. So I mean. You know, I shall we I'm not gonna plug him as Ben Roethlisberger or Mason Rudolph's replacement ASAP, but I mean a normal offseason would have helped him. You know, I we don't know how the offseason is gonna be due to COVID nineteen and all that other stuff, but I mean I'm just happy the kid gets a chance and hopefully he's able to, you know, take his opportunity and make the best of it, you know. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, you know, Mike Tomlin, you got a black head coach, uh future Hall of Famer head coach there, so he'll definitely see him out you know i i, I definitely you know i, I want to see this i, I definitely want to see if he's gonna smack the hell out of juju 
if he decides to Corvette go there. I'm so damn tired of that song. Because of him, I hear that fucking song in my head. Not even because of TikTok. Him, bro. That's his ass about the playoffs too. The Browns is bro. That's still crazy. I didn't see that happening. <laughs> but he was talking. I mean, hey, when he's doing the Corvette, Corvette, and talking all that shit. I mean, that shit comes back to bite you, man. Right, do all them damn happy feet dances somewhere else. Yeah. And the words of Cat Williams should have been top chat. <laughs> right. Feel me? That's that's how I, every time I see something like that happen, that that's the first thing that pops in my head is that Cat Williams, that Cat Williams part from this match. Well, well, you gotta put just because it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. I mean, I said that's about it. I mean, I do have one more thing to say though. Go ahead. Man, fuck calm alone. All right, go ahead, man. Let's, let's wrap this up. Hey, look, Carmel. I know you probably got M16s, you got grenades and all that. Oh, man. Now that shit scared me, player. Is that Statue. the title of this episode? Fuck calm alone. It might be. Statue of Liberty, your ass into the uh, the jailhouse where you belong. You ain't being Rossenberger. But put I'll being, I don't I'll know who I hate to, I hate to say a black man need to go to jail, but that motherfucker Carmelo need to go to jail. Nah, put him in a dirt. Well, yeah, that probably be better. Actually, yeah, yeah that'd, oh, that'd be better. Right, both, nah, both I don't want to go that far, but yeah. damn. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Hey, man, uh, I think I think we discussed everything. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, that's it bro so on that note go ahead get your plug in bro hey man follow yours truly at who is original w-h-o-i-s-o-r-i-g-i-n-e-l follow me on twitter um my soundcloud as well uh if you're on clubhouse i'm usually on there doing rooms with my groups we are sports and attack the room so follow me on the two unless you're saying some bullshit then do not come in the room because i will kick you out um and man, another episode. Banks, plug your socials, bro. Uh, at Banks No Rest Two, B A N K S N O R E S T Two, uh, I G and Twitter. Shouts out to Nelson, my co-host, to show your work. Uh, shouts out to the partnership. Uh, follow Struggle for Success at S F S Podcast Net on Twitter. Uh, Shout out Shout out Donnie. Shout out Jamal. Shout out Jamal. And on that note, hey. we out. Episode five, we out. Fuck Carmelo and Ben Rossenberger. Fuck them. And wash your hands, wash your ass, and wear a mask and stay home. That last All part. Right? You know what? On that, that last part, man, you know what? Feel free. Fuck it. Y'all go out. No, yeah. don't do that. But no, nah, don't do that. I'm gonna whoop your ass. I'm, um, I'm with COVID you. Go, oh, you know, oh, COVID gonna whoop your ass. How about that? That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Stay home. But at this point, everybody said forget it. So hey, y'all go out there. Have a oh, blast. Man. Couldn't be me at all. All right, man. We out.